You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. My name is Courtney, and in a past life, I was a street urchin. My name is Allison, and in a past life, I was a benevolent factory owner. Oh, and then our paths crossed back then, and our paths are crossing once again on the Double X Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X Files. So, did you like hire me and take me out of destitution, or did you throw me on the street? What was your past? What was that whole thing about? No, I think I hired you, okay. and I um I brought you into my my mill, uh-huh. my woolen's mill. Uh huh. Uh, and you worked for me, but the conditions were not amazing. And I probably got my hand stuck in the little machine. Yeah. And all the skin got pulled off of my right hand. Yes. Awesome. Well, I'm glad we have that all figured out. But you started that amazing union. I did. For I urchins. Did. For s- the Sea Urchin Union. Sea Org. Wait. Oh, no. no. <laughs> we'll get there. Well, we're going to be sued already. Awesome. <laughs> anyway, this is a, like we said, a podcast that sometimes talks about the X-Files. Today we're talking about season four, episode five, The Field Where I Died. Yes. Often we talk about if this is the hill we're going to die on. This, this In is fact, the one. this is the field where we did die. <laughs> we looked into the face of David Duchovny. <laughs> and boy howdy, did we not see ourselves staring back from his glossy, tearful eyes. Oh, his just his smile frown. His smile crying? When he he cries and he frowns with oh. his eyes and his brows, but he smiles with his mouth. He smizes? My brother used to do that face all the time. It made me laugh so hard. <laughs> when your brother was crying? No, when, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I did delight in his misery. <laughs> you know, as a younger sibling does. We are going to talk a lot about David Duchovny in this episode. Yeah. Because there is a lot of David Duchovny. This episode was uh, sort of a Duchovny vehicle. We were cutting and pasting uh, in our messenger that we have um, different quotes from the Wikipedia mm-hmm. last night. Yeah. And most of it was about David Duchovny's acting ability in this episode. Which was, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> well, we'll go over it. Why don't we do the Netflix description, Let's Allison? do it. Okay, so season four, episode five, The Field Where I Died. Here is the Netflix descripto. Mulder believes a woman with multiple personalities is the reincarnation of a lover from another life mm. and uses her to help disarm a cult leader. Mm. That's a lot. It's mm. a lot of stuff. Mm. I just needed to deflate a little bit. Yeah, you really let it all The multiple out. personalities thing was... Uh, oh, boy. Um, the cult leader thing... Uh, the reincarnation of a lover thing... Uh, oh, was maybe the worst. That's a, that's a big favorite in the X-Files, eh? Yeah. Uh, let's go back. Before we get into this just juicy episode, mm-hmm. let's talk about our points program. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I like it. The Double X-Files Points Program. <laughs> Where we predict what's going to happen in each episode of the X-Files. We have not seen these episodes or we don't remember seeing them. So predicting them uh, is a little 
little shot in the dark. Yeah. Especially because these episodes are usually pretty shitty. Um, and we're, we're trying to, like, lowbrow our predictions and we, we are, are not nailing it. trying really hard. Yeah. Just really hard to try and predict these episodes, but it's not working. You predicted the field where I died. Yes. I predicted that it would be um, sort of a ghost child leading Mulder and Scully to solve its murder. Yes, that would have been a much better episode. <laughs> I would have liked that a lot. Did your prediction have as much David Duchovny painful expressions? No, I think I actually specifically said that it was Skinner and Scully solving the ghost yeah. crime and yeah. that Mulder was just somewhere else. <laughs> hey, guess what? The opposite happened. It's definitely the opposite. So you get no points. No, no right points Right now, uh, we are sitting at a hot... Half point for me, mm-hmm. and zero points for you. No points for me. Boy, I'm on the edge of my seat, Allison. Ooh, it's riveting. One. Who's going to get that treat? <laughs> Maybe we need to up the stakes. <laughs> treats? No, I find treats are the most motivating for us. Yeah, that's true. Treats and naps. If you could combine those. Treat naps? Into a treat nap. No, that's how you choke and die. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. You know when your voice is really, really scratchy, your throat really hurts, it's hard to sleep? Mm-hmm. I have always been told by all of my family members that you can never sleep with a lozenge in your mouth or you're going to choke and die. Oh, why would you do that? Oh, I, I have. I've risked it. It works. No, that's that's very bad, I, actually. I, I kind of put it in, I'm like a chipmunk. I put it in the, like, section of my cheek and I just hold it with my teeth back there. And I fall asleep with I'm it. I'm shocked that you are alive and beside <laughs> me right now. Is it really that bad? Yes. Oh. Well, if I die this allergy season, I'm sorry. It's going to be the bed where you die. <laughs> okay, let's talk about this. Yes. Episode of The X-Files. Get a real quick, real brief, oh. breezy cold open. With some poetry. Yeah. Just some real brief, light poetry. Mulder is uh, reading a poem aloud, standing in a field, staring at some photographs. And this is really a specter of what's to come. Oh, is it ever? <laughs> so he is reading Paracelsus by Robert Browning. There were two roads in the wood, and I took the one that was more bullshit. <laughs> right? Did I tell you we've made a, a joke about Robert Frost's poem before? Have we? Yes. <laughs> hey, Robert Frost, my boy. Yeah, he's a he's a good dude. I saw the um I saw the New Jersey Devil at Robert Frost's farm, remember? Yeah, I do remember. I also made out a lot in Robert Frost's farm. Oh boy. Yeah. Just macking hard. Oof. The them them teenage heart hormones. Is that the weirdest place you've ever made out with someone? No. Can I ask? <laughs> Go on. What is the weirdest place you've ever made out with someone? Mmm a toilet. Oh what? Of whole wait. Victoria's the Empress Hotel? Oh my god. But it was a staff toilet. Okay. Eh? Was one of you sitting on the toilet? Yes. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's mine. Okay, good. Um, in a tree. In a tree. Literally climbed a tree. Okay, wait, whoa, whoa. You're giving me, like, sassing me for having a throat lozenge in my mouth while I sleep? <laughs> That is the most dangerous thing I've ever it heard of. It was a tall tree. Well, why cut? Was it like a sapling? Yeah. Were you like on know. top of the sapling? No, it was like in a park. There was a uh-huh. tree. It was, uh-huh. I want to say, seventh grade. Okay. My first boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, we climbed into the branches of a tree and How loftily you... shoved our tongues in each other's How mouths. How were you positioned? 
Can you draw me a picture? I think I was just like backed up onto one branch and he was just kind of like backed up onto another branch and we were just kind of like reaching across to just, just really <laughs> shove those tongues around. Heterosexual relationships are real weird. They're really weird. Um, okay. Well, I feel like that was a load off my chest. Yeah. Wow. Did we watch an episode? <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh, it's okay. about poetry. Oh, oh yeah. So we got, uh, we get our quick cold open. We get our do, 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 do. We, oh, can we talk about the shot? Yes. So this is a long, you know how both you and I mm-hmm. love our long shot. We like a long shot. This is a shot that's just zooming right into just David Duchovny's biz. Pushing in. And then peeks over his shoulder at these two pictures. Oh my God. These photographs. Yes. Which we find out on the Wikipedia is actually like, what what are they call? They're um, free internet photos? Yeah. That someone has like, just like Mr. Potato headed together. Yeah. They have like melded these photos together. So that way they don't have to pay anyone for their likeness. <laughs> yep. Anyway, that's it. Oh, and then the, just my favorite thing was just the slow turn of the camera as they try to get these these photos to be straight up so you can see them and presumably have a moment where you go, that looks just like Mulder. But that moment for me did not come. It, it did not come. Much like many of my orgasms, it just, <laughs> didn't, just didn't come. come. Um, have you, did you notice that Mulder was... Ooh, had that look about him. He had a very mm, artistic look. I would say he ate maybe an edible. He did. I know that look. <laughs> and it ju- it's just hitting him. It's just getting there and he's kind of like, oh, uh, where, oh, where am I? Just in his gut. How did I get to this field? <laughs> Everything's spinning. What's this poem I'm reading? Um, yeah, and then, then the do-do-do-do-do-do. Uh, next we go directly into our, our Waco-esque raid. Yes, okay. Can you tell us about Waco? Because I actually, I don't know even know how this isn't in my vernacular, but yeah, I had no I idea really, about Waco. I was shocked that you didn't yeah. know about Waco. So Waco, uh, the Waco raid was an event that happened in 1993. Wow. Um, yeah. And, uh, basically what happened was there was a sort of a religious cult, um, that had barricaded themselves into their compound. And uh, the ATF and a couple other law enforcement agencies got a tip-off that they had a store of firearms, and they also had a tip-off that there was some uh, child abuse going on. Yeah. Uh, child brides and that sort of thing. Um, and so they were trying to get into the compound, um, but the, the cult leader had sort of locked it down. So what they did was they chucked a lot of tear gas canisters into it. Yep. Uh, and that so that kind of disseminated everywhere. Meanwhile, the cult leaders were basically sh- shooting people point blank. Awesome. Uh, inside the compound, and also, eventually, they set it on fire. They set their own compound on fire with gasoline. Um, and it was, I think I read that it was the biggest loss of human life on American soil uh, until 9-11. That's insane. That yeah. It, I don't know what I was doing at that time that I didn't know that, because I know a lot about Jonestown yeah. and Heaven's Gate. I love me some cults. Yeah, it was, um, now, I don't know, did you ever go through, like, a uh, real morbid period? You mean currently, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you mean right now, yes, 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 yes. Because I definitely went through a period where I, like, was obsessed with this stuff oh, and man. read endlessly about, like, about Waco, about Jonestown, about that kind of stuff. Jonestown, I remember I was 13, and I listened to oh god yeah you know what horrifying I'm, yeah, yeah the the um the sounds of hundreds and thousands of people dying well I think it was about three hundred three hundred people dying yeah yeah as a thirteen year old in my room 
That so, really messed me up. If you guys don't know, Jonestown was the um, compound in French Guyana. Yeah. Where um, Jim Jones, had he sort of had this cult. He had brought all these people here to do essentially, quote unquote, humanitarian work. Um, and then they ended up committing mass suicide. Uh, and that's, you'll see, you can see the pictures. That's the quote unquote Kool-Aid one. But yeah, that's, Kool-Aid that's where we get the phrase drinking the Kool-Aid yeah. from. But it was actually grape flavor aid. It was. Uh, yeah. That put them out of business. Put them right out of business. Because they bought a lot of Kool-Aid. My favorite cult is Rashi's Purim in Oregon. Mm-hmm. And it's my favorite cult because there wasn't a lot of death, but there was a lot of diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> That's my kind of cult. They, uh, they unleashed actually the biggest uh, biological weapon on U.S. soil ever by poisoning like salad bars with salmonella oh boy and so everyone in the town got the shits (laughs) that is that would be like hands down my nightmare of a place to be a town where literally everyone has the shits uh and no one kind of figured it out for a really long time what was happening they're just like oh the salad bar is donezo (laughs) don't don't eat the eggs do not go in there oh boy Uh, we'll probably post a lot about cults, our favorite cults, and maybe yours. Yeah. Um, if you're in a cult... Oh, please do get in touch. Number one, call your dad. <laughs> uh, number two, shout out to My Favorite Murder Podcast, because that's that's their whole lesson that they oh. teach everyone. Yeah, we're going to put up all the cult stuff on our Facebook page, yeah? Yeah, cool. and um, uh, an interesting fact about this episode is uh, the Heaven's Gate... Uh, mass suicide actually happened about six months after this episode aired. So Chris Carter got a lot of angry emails. Did a cult crime. Yeah, he may have done a cult crime. Well, although I will say Heaven's Gate was more tied to um, the Hillbop Comet. Yeah. Which I think Chris Carter did not control. He did control all the, uh, was it Reebok or Adidas that they wore? Oh, it was Nikes. Oh, it was Nikes. He did, he did, you know, Chris Carter bought a lot of Nike stock. He did. Right before, and then sold it, like, a day beforehand. He also really was out weird. there just selling uh, alien abduction insurance for a million dollars. Chris Carter, Chris we're Carter, on to you. stop it. We're on to you. I would say the X-Files is a bit of a cult. Oh, yeah, I would agree <laughs> with that. I think uh, people that are really love the show, and they're all wonderful people, but I will say I think some of them have a bit of a blind spot. If you like the X-Files, call your dad. <laughs> That's what we're saying. Uh, I think what you meant to say was, if you like the X-Files, call your daddy. Oh. Hey, let's talk about this daddy. Oh, fine. Oh, no, let's talk about the raid. Yeah, so they go in uh, with the ATF, um, kind of bust into the compound. And and what is the ATF, Allison? Uh, Aliens to fuck. Aliens to fuck. That is what they're looking for. Tobacco. Firearms. Firearms. Administration. (laughs) Aliens for tobacco and firearms. They just aliens that they want to party. That's why they're coming to Earth. They're oh, like, man. they got those guns. They got those guns. They got those smokes. Let's go. Let's get there. Uh, yeah, so there's someone uh, named Sydney gave them a tip off that this cult, the Church of the Seven Stars. Which had the sweetest goat oh, my insignia. God. I think that's my background boy. You're the goat? The goat. Oh, I have so many background points. I can't. <laughs> I want. I want that goat on like a leather jacket. Although, actually, my I don't know. Maybe our, my background boy is our child. We will talk about our child. But definitely, we do need to get that goat on a jacket. We do want that goat on a jacket. Is that in bad taste? Because people did fake die. <laughs> we did pretend to die in this episode. Actors. 
They were okay, I'm sure. I don't know. We're going to do a deep dive into our own psyches on whether we're okay with that. I'm personally cool with it. <laughs> there's, yeah, so there's, like, on the door, carved into the door, there's this goat head with, like, seven eyes, and there's seven stars, oh, so and it's just cool. like, oh, it's so fucking dope. So dope. So dope. Um, And they're doing this raid, but they can't really find the leader. They can't find these guns that they came here for. Yeah. So Mulder has this, like, the shining. Yeah, he has a shining. And he goes out the door. And it's, this door is just like the light is coming through it. It's very angelic. The lighting is very good. Yeah. I really enjoyed the lighting. You did. The cinema talks. The, the talks were good. Good. Damn with the talks. Um, and so he finally senses to go out into this field. Mm-hmm. And he looks down and there's like a little holy hole. A little wooden door. Door. It's yeah. very Kimmy Schmidt, actually. <laughs> David Duchovny found Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> Brought her out, sent her to New York, and she went on some wild adventures. Oh, it was crazy. Uh, but he did find the cult leader and... One of his wives. And other people. And I think some maybe some other wives? I don't know. We just didn't a, really learn anything about them. a lot of wives. <laughs> uh, and they had Kool-Aid. Uh, yeah, they had a, a red drink. Um, I have a question. Yeah. If you see a red drink, mm-hmm. and you put it to your lips, yeah. what flavor do you expect? Oh, fruit punch. Oh! What are you? Not fruit punch? Cherry. Oh! Weird, huh? Yeah, I just think I, my brain just goes to fruit. Fruit punch has such a weird flavor, too. What are the fruits in fruit? Hold on. Mm-hmm. What are the fruits in fruit punch? I, you know what? Every time I see an advertisement, I see a pineapple on that. So I think there's pineapple in it. That's the sweetener. Apple? There's got to be like an apple. There's got to be an apple. A uh, cherry? Do you think it has cherry? <laughs> well, it's all red fruits. Well, it's right? red dye. Oh. Or is Fruit Punch this, like, Frankenstein monster? Oh, it's like, um... All the reject fruits get together, get all smushed. Like Swamp Juice. Swamp Juice. Hell yeah. Hell yes. Hey, friends, when you're at a restaurant that has self-serve uh, pop or cola or sodas... Soft drinks? Just take a little bit of each one. Even the water. Yeah. Mix it all together. Get some swamp juice. Get you that swamp juice. Mm-mm-mm. I like a swamp breezy. What's that? It's just when you put all the flavors in a freezy. Or not oh. a freezy, a slurpee. I love it. That sounds really good. It's right almost now. slurpee season, my friend. Oh, put your shorts on. Get- oh, get those jean shorts right on your body. <laughs> you know I have so many. Oh, God, I'm excited. But get your slurpee on. Get your ball cap and put it on bu- 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 backwards. But also your sunglasses because that's important for your eyes. Oh, I'm so ready for summer. Put that zinc on your nose because you burn easily. Because I'm a ginger. <laughs> but you know what I don't like about summer? What? The sun. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it's it awful. so much. Let's stay inside. <laughs> Let's stay inside with our slurpees and our jean shorts and never leave. <laughs> that will be the coolest. <laughs> okay, oh, God. Gosh. Let's talk about the X-Files. Okay, so they take these people in to the investigatory building, building of some kind of and we Skinner. get an amazing just like what do you call it? we get headshots of each of the people we do everyone being brought in they're being processed so yeah. we see the cult leader we see this beautiful woman who is one of his wives and her Melissa. eyebrows oh boy Ooh, and her lips mm. Mm. we just sounded well, really creepy yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> but she was very pretty she was very pretty uh, <laughs> and then 
And then there's a juxtaposition. Yes. <laughs> it was wonderful. So we, we flash through a couple cult uh, people. And there is this one who just really stuck out to us because she was as if adult Courtney and adult Allison had a baby. Yeah, it did look like, because it looked like kind of like me in like eighth grade. And but... kind of like me in like eighth grade. Yeah. Our eighth grade baby. <laughs> She had your hair. And my glasses. And my double chin. And you, like, your it had a bit of a curl in the hair, which came from you. And my sassy smile. Oh, yeah. And my freckles. Got those frecks on there. Our baby was just so beautiful for this world. It was very exciting. We never saw her again. No, it was just that one time. She is our cryptid. (laughs) If we stare into the face of God, Allison. (laughs) We love her. We're not making fun of her. We absolutely love her. No, it was was very... It was amazing. Because I want to know more about her. How did she get into the cult? Yeah, how did our child get... Is she going to call her dad? Which is me. <laughs> what what product does she use for her hair? Very important. Where does she order her glasses? Is it Costco? Probably. It's cheap. True. True. <laughs> Very true. I love her. Um, We didn't get to see her again, but we do get to interview with... Oh, so the whole thing. The yeah. Whole... Tell me about the whole thing. Oh, boy. I will. Um, Skinner. Uh-huh. He is upset. Oh, He's got something Skinner. up his patootie. <laughs> I'm trying to be very polite. Because. Why? Because he has a cult leader, Allison, but he can't make any charges stick. Yeah, because they couldn't find those guns. This guy's not sticky enough. <laughs> I think, oh. He's not covered Ooh, in syrup. I'm not going to touch that one. <laughs> Ooh, please. Um, so Skinner is basically, he has all his boys, all his men, all his, uh, 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 officers of the law, and he's like, "You gotta find something to make this stick." Mm-hmm. My dick. Oh boy, oh, there no. we go. Sorry, you went there. Uh uh-uh. uh Um. So Mulder is upset, becomes fixated mm-hmm. on Melissa. So they interview Melissa, and yeah. they're kind of saying, "You know, do you know anyone named Sydney? Do you know where the guns are? Can you give us any information? Did you see any child abuse while you were in the cult?" And she says. Um, that she, so she's married to Ephesian, who's the cult leader. She's been there for a year. She's been married to him for a year. And she does not remember her life before joining the cult. Yeah. Uh, and then they ask her, they pr- sort of press her about whether she saw any child abuse. And she switches to what is supposed to be either another personality or a past life personality. Well, it's it's Groucho Marx. It is very much Groucho Marx. But we're uh, led to believe that this is Sydney, who's the person that calls. Yeah, so... Scully writes down, what, multiple personalities? Yes. And then Mulder crosses it out and is like, past life, and then draws one of those cool S's that everyone drew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, will you date me? Yes, no. Oh, boy. Yeah. So Mulder just really, like, emotionally attaches to Melissa. Um, in, in a weird, in gross a weird way. way. But it, you're, you're meant to believe, like, Oh, but they knew each other in a past life, so it's okay. Yeah. No, it's not okay. Um, and as Sydney, so they they ask Sydney who is president, and Sydney says, "What are you? What are you kidding? It's it's Harry Truman. It's Harry S. Truman." <laughs> I just like it. I just liked her whole situation. Her whole steez, yeah. yeah. Uh, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. The thing. I get it that Mulder kind of I don't want to say asphyxiates, but that's the wrong word. It becomes fixated on on Melissa. They're the two profilers on that team, I assume. Yeah. So 
why wouldn't you just interview anyone else to see if anyone else like a single other person like a single other person i don't know they're talking about like mothers who have their children abused in front of them why don't you talk to them they'll probably say something yeah i don't read that's a really good point like that they and i know i'm sure a large part of that is like production reasons because they had they got this specific actress that they wanted to work with and they wrote her this role that they wanted her to do and but it's just like when you you know, you gotta reason it out better in your actual way. I would have liked. It doesn't make any sense. I would have liked a little bit. I guess everyone else was working with everyone else. I- I'm just saying. I w- I wanted a scene with our sweet girl. Me too. Me just too. One. Just one. <laughs> our baby. Just our. Ba- <laughs> I don't know her deal. How did she get there? So we also they do interview the cult leader, Ephesius, yeah. and he. Oh boy. He has his lawyer in the room with him. Yeah. And the lawyer's like, oh, ah, oh. Oh boy. He's got a he's got his little pocket square out, he's mopping his head, he's like, uh, Oh boy. Well, I won't be com- I'll be coming home late tonight. <laughs> Better call my wife. He's just he's basically just going on about how he is the something something kingdom of heaven. Yeah, well, um Ephesian is basically saying like he is a reincarnation of someone who was there when and you're going to have to forgive us because our uh, biblical knowledge is not very good. It's zero. Yeah, we don't have any. So he's saying that he's the reincarnation of someone that was there when some event happened in history. Maybe Jesus. I don't think he's saying he's Jesus. Doesn't Jesus reincarnate? He comes back. Yeah, I don't think he becomes a different person. Guess who's back? Back again. Jesus back. <laughs> tell a friend. You're getting rowdy. About the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you the time that I went to Sunday school? No. So my my family is not very religious. And but when I grew up, I grew up in a very small, white, pretty Christian town. Mm-hmm. Um and I had no background in religion, so I really wasn't sure religion what religion was. Yeah. So I went to with my friend, my very best friend mm-hmm. Terry to just a Sunday camp. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh, cool. I get to do crafts and everything." And I I remember making a pom-pom lion, gluing pom-poms together with little googly eyes, and that was fucking awesome. So I was like, okay, I'll go back again. And then we were, the next time I went, we made paper plate dioramas with Jesus in them. Can I tell you I love a diorama? I love a diorama, but I was really confused. I felt (laughs) like I was tricked. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait. We were making pom-pom lions. And now we're doing Jesus things? Hold on. And I panicked and oh, I no. said I had to go to the bathroom. And then I went and called my mom. Because <laughs> I'm in a me, cult. They're making me make Jesus. Oh, I it too. scared had, me. I too had a very religious best friend. Did you? And I have a memory of like riding our bikes down the street by our house. And she looked at me and she said, you know, if you don't accept Jesus into <gasps> your heart, we can't be friends. And I was like, peace. <laughs> Bye. Uh, because my parents are uh, extremely strong-willed atheists who told me if I uh, found religion, I would be out the house. Because so many of my friends were, went to church, I did buy a Bible with my own money. Mm. I opened the first story. Scared the shit out of me, and I put it in my closet, and I never took it out again. That was my experience. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I tried it. Didn't like it. <laughs> hey, you know what? If you try it, you don't like it. That's fair. Don't you don't like have it. to keep doing didn't it. Didn't like it. Scared me. Jesus was a scary guy. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think there's a lot of different depictions of Jesus, and some of he's pretty scary, and then some he's kind of chill. It's pretty chill. I like chill Jesus. Yeah. I'm down with chill Jesus. <laughs> 
that's the cush that I bought at 420, by the way. <laughs> okay. Uh, let well, me look at really my notes. Got, got lost in the weeds yeah. there. <laughs> we sure did. <laughs> okay. They go to the compound. Yes. With Melissa. So they're hoping I- to trigger her? Yeah, their idea is that they will <sighs> take her there and something will trigger another past oh, life regression. God. Great idea, Mulder. Way to go, dude. So she goes through a lot of multiple personal Can you can you no, I don't know. You're not like a psychologist. Me? You? No. Uh but what like <sighs> multiple personality disorder sounds like a a fake thing. But also made into, like, media that's, like... Yeah. But also, like, kind of an offensive thing? Well, that's the thing of it, right? Is like, most depictions of mental illness in media, it's, like, sensationalized, and then you get, you know, TV shows like United States of Terra, where a lot of comedy is, like, sort of pulled out of what I believe to be a real yeah issue uh, which i think um in the actual proper terms it's called dissociative identity disorder okay uh and there are people that genuinely do have that yeah like a lot of mental illness in television you're only seeing it when it's like wacky or funny or dramatic or uh, or they're murderers or they're murderers in media yeah okay so that's that's what i was wondering it's just like any mental illness that in media it's progressed in a way that's not great. Yeah. Okay. And it's not something I know enough about to really speak on, but I'd say I would assume that probably the depiction of it in this episode is, like most things in the X-Files, and not great. Hopefully we'll do, maybe we can find something like an article with a voice yeah. of someone who experiences it, and, and we can post that. Yeah, we'll, so see, like to know uh, more about we'll see if we can find something to post. Yes. Anyway, this is when, oh boy. We get Melissa. She become she is a little girl, and then she is Sydney, the Groucho Marx gangster person. And then she goes outside, and then suddenly she's a Civil War nurse. Yeah, Confederate Civil War nurse. Yes. And this is where she connects with Mulder. Yeah. Saying, "I saw you die. This is the field where you died. Then I saw it happen." And Mulder's like, "Did did I?" Did I pee my pants? Or did I die super cool? And she's like, you shat everywhere. You, sh- you cried. You you did not die honorably. <laughs> you had dysentery in the camps. <laughs> I saw you die in the camps. You died of a butt problem. <laughs> the shit, sir. It was not a bullet, but it was a, a problem with your butt region. It was sort of like a liquid bullet just coming repeatedly from within you. Okay, yeah, dysentery was super bad. Yeah. But if you were, like, you believed in something and you're going to fight for it and then you just, like, die of the shits in camp. I know. Like, I know that's how I'm going to go, so. <laughs> Dying of the shits? Oh, I am I have my entire life been terrified that I will die like Elvis. But he had a megacolon. You have the opposite problem. Oh, no. Like, I have colitis, which can become a megacolon. Oh, shit. Yeah. <gasps> Wowee. So we're really tapping into one and of you my do, deep dark fears. And you do eat a lot of fried peanut butter and jelly, uh, peanut butter banana sandwiches. And I am on the toilet constantly. And you do do a lot of drugs. Yeah, that's also true. And you me. have sex with a lot of ladies. Is that also a fact? And Can't you are help it. currently wearing a rhinestone jumpsuit. Okay, well don't bring that into this. <laughs> I just really wanted to mention it because I think it looks real great on oh, you. Oh, thank you. I love the bell bottoms. Oh, I, I'm bringing them back. You are. <gasps> are you the reincarnation of Elvis? I think you're going to find out who I'm the reincarnation of a little later, Wink. 
Oh yeah. That's not a sex thing. It's a, we're get, you'll see. <laughs> so this is when Mulder gets the great idea. Hey, this lady, she got a lot going on. Let's hypnotize her. Mm-hmm. And Scully's like, you shithead. You're not doing this to solve a crime, to get these people into jail. You are doing this for your own amusement. Yeah. And thank God someone called her on it. But but no one stops Mulder. Yeah, she actually says to him, I don't believe that you feel responsible for those 50 lives. Damn. Well, good, because he had to step over the 50 bodies when he... Yeah, so <laughs> he's going to feel responsible. No, he really didn't, though. No, he didn't give a shit. Uh, so she, Melissa's being, going through hypnosis. Um, and she's, yeah, saying uh, that she knew Mulder. And Scully's like, hey, hey, though, where are the guns? <laughs> where are the guns though that's our job where are the guns and Melissa's like in a bunker and then Mulder's like tell me more about myself now this is when things get whoo, real wet and wild they get pretty kooky <laughs> cause Mulder's like forget my job <laughs> I wanna let's see what's ticking in my old brain I'm gonna just do a deep dive into my own past so he goes down pretty quickly. The hypnosis lady is like, okay, well, I guess this is... You really just slip right into okay. that. And he starts talking about the night of broken glass. He sure does. Like it ain't a thing. <laughs> yeah, is exactly the way to put it. So I think he says his one of his lives, he was a woman. Yeah, he was a woman. He, uh, his son is... Melissa. No, it's Samantha, his his sister. Oh, boy. In the, so basically, we're we're in Poland. It's, it's crystal locked. Um, Mulder, his son is, uh, his sister, Samantha. Oh boy, this is getting weedy already. Scully is is his husband. His husband. Or father? Mother. Wait, a person. Oh, I think Scully was his father. Okay. Um, and Melissa was his husband. Oh, Oh, I'm confused already. Okay. Um, and then they, you know. Why? Hey, why though? Why? (laughs) Why are you doing this? Why? Oh. Why? 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 Like, is this really something that we need to do? Um, yes. Because uh, this was all for David Duchovny's acting talent. Yeah. Okay. So what he says is that um, he says Samantha. I see Samantha lying on the ground, and Scully says she dead. Samantha, and then uh, Sigourney Weaver, the psychologist, yeah, says, "Well, isn't that your sister?" And Mulder says, "In the past life, she is my son." And here's the thing: is that like, if you're doing this past life regression. And so, are you really going to be, like, in the past life? Like, just, like, okay, I'm telling you about a past life. I'm saying, oh, I was a factory owner, and uh, my roommate Murray was there. And you're like, what? Murray was there. And then I say, well, in the past life, you know, he brought milk. It's not, you can't, I don't, I feel confused that you would just slip out of it to explain what's happening. Ugh. This was just, like, it was, it was Calvin Ball is what it was. It was totally Calvin Ball. It was like, this person is this person. Apparently, according to Fox Mulder, souls mate eternally. Oh, boy. We'll talk a little bit about that later. (laughs) But I just, I don't know. Why? Eternal mating of the spotless soul. Hey, why the Night of Broken Glass? Yeah, I mean, really, did you have to? Did you have to go there? Let's pick a really big event in history. Let's pick. Something that can offend a lot of people. Uh, I hey, don't... hey, was Hitler there? <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know, why choose? Oh. Can you just, like, choose something like the, I don't know, the Titanic sinking? Yeah! That's a nice, slow death for you. That's better. 
I don't know. Like I was Rose, and Melissa was Leonardo DiCaprio, and Scully was Billy Zane. <laughs> I forget it was that old woman at the end. Oh no, that's me. I forgot Billy Zane was. Oh, Billy Zane was there all time. I love him so much. I feel like I'm the reincarnation of Billy Zane. I think he might be. Um, he's still alive. So. They also go to another of Mulder's past lives. Yeah, the Civil War. Where he fights for slavery. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. boy. So he's saying that Melissa's there and, quote, she's sad. She's sad. She's, and I think he also says Sally was his sergeant. Good. Good. This is when he dies of dysentery. Yeah, then he got, then he's like, oh, my colon, it's, uh, liquefied, my whole asshole just exploded on the field, the field where I died. Good, you fucking southern asshole. Peace. <laughs> uh, and then, oh, can I, his quote that he says at the end. I know exactly what you're saying, please go into it. He says, my soul is tired. <laughs> now, we didn't mention the acting. Oh, we have not yet begun to touch on the acting. <laughs> the acting was a very close shot of David Duchovny's face, Mr. David Duchovny's Oh, real face. tight. Just you can't even see the bottom of his chin. Um, And it goes through, I want to say, one facial expressions per second. <laughs> Just always melting, always his changing. His face always looks a little bit like it's, yeah, like he's got these sad eyes and his brow is furrowed, but his mouth's doing a smile. It was unsettling. It was really... It was a bit of Uncanny Valley. It was 100% Uncanny Valley. He's trying to squeeze a little bit of that Emmy juice right out of his mouth. Like, Chris Carter's just off screen, like, act harder! (laughs) When, when, when Mulder says my soul hurts, it's not Mulder, it's David Duchovny. That was a real tank. That was a live take. It was... It was not good. What? Now, you know what? what? I know there will be some David Duchovny fans Apologists. Out there. <laughs> cult. David Duchovny cult le- leaders who say, but no, it's really good. Hey, guys. No. I could sit you down and just make you watch a movie that any movie, many movies. Shawshank. I was going to say The Room. <laughs> <laughs> that was better. You burnt. <laughs> uh, I mean, he tried. He tried. Sometimes tried. Sometimes did not try. Sometimes just looked confused and or like he was high. Um, I Acting is hard. I'm yeah. not an actor. You're not an actor. I'm not an actor. But you can't. When you write an episode that's a vehicle for a particular actor. Maybe, I don't know, maybe we're just two steps removed from it. So everything we see David Duchovny do is just awful. But maybe it's good if you don't have a hatred for the TV show The X-Files. That's true. Maybe. Maybe that's our one block. We're just calloused. <laughs> calloused and jaded. We have a thick skin on our eyes. Ew. Ew. Gotta peel it off. Ew. Gotta cut it off with the set we of nail clippers. We need to change the subject because I am very upset. Okay, what do we want to change it? I wrote very little notes after this. Yeah, me too. Oh, can we talk about the drawer? Yes. Please. Please, as a as a historian, this made me want to barf. Go on. So Scully is uh, looking through maps. She's trying to figure out from the old Civil War maps where these weapons might be stored. These maps were very well preserved. I liked them. <laughs> and she, but she gets curious, or uh, she looks through a book of old names from the Civil War, like a death register, and yeah. she finds the name that Mulder said was his name. What was it? Biddles? Yeah, Sullivan Biddles. That's a good name. That's a very good <laughs> I like name. That name. Really. Brava! I love it. Uh, and she 
is like, okay, interesting. And she opens a drawer, and the drawer is marked Civil War oh, photos. Just, not even dates. No. Or areas. Just Civil War photos. And she just opens this drawer. It's just full of loose photos. <laughs> like, it's like, like, a, like my mom's giant tub of loose photos that she gave up on putting in albums. And she's like, no, I'm not doing it. It's the junk drawer that my mom keeps presents. So if someone's birthday and she forgets their birthday, she goes into the drawer and gets a present. Yeah, it's just like, it's just loose photos. That's not... Haven't you heard of the Dewey Decimal System? Haven't you heard of, like, I don't know, folders? Like, alphabetizing things? The librarian just gave up. (laughs) Yeah, whoever's running that archive was just like, I don't know, you do it. Maybe... It's all old. (laughs) Who gives a shit? It's all old shit. I don't care. Maybe they're... Their um, past life was Alexander the Great. Yeah. <laughs> so he really hates libraries. He's like, I'm barely organizing this. I am one step from burning it to the ground. <laughs> That's it. The only reason I haven't burned it to the ground is because you continue to pay me. <laughs> Done. Got it. Good. Now, Mulder does a lot of touching of this. Oh, of the, a lot of so touching. Mulder... And um, Melissa are talking in another interview room with, and Scully's also there. Um, Scully's also there. Scully's also there. This is a real Mulder sode. Yeah. Uh, and Mulder uh, is showing these photos to her and saying, "Like, I know this is a true thing. Like, I know we knew each other, and Ugh. you gotta, you got, you just gotta believe me, and you gotta tell me where these weapons are buried, and don't go back to the cult leader, and blah 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 blah." blah. I really drifted off, and then he caresses. Her fingers. Oh, with his fingers. With his fingers. And it's like, this woman has been abused. And you can't just be touching her. This woman is in a cult. Like, she's a victim, Mulder. You Do cannot not be correct. Touch. Just because you know in your heart of nuts that you knew each other in the Civil War and in, like, Nazi Poland, it doesn't mean you could just touch somebody. What other past lives do you think they had together? Oh, together? They were, uh, forever yeah. together. I want to say in the 1960s, uh-huh. they met on uh, the match game. Okay. I love it. And As, who, who was the matchy and who was the matcher? I don't know. Was that the one with the whammies? No, wait. Match game is the one with the celebrities. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking of the dating game. Yeah, you're thinking of the dating game. <laughs> Whoops. They were, they were on the match game as the two contestants. And then their eyes met. They had one passionate night, and they died of heart attacks the next day, because they were both old. Phyllis Diller was, like, just raving about dicks on yeah. that stand. So Phyllis Diller, when he see, when she sees um, Fox Mulder, she's like, I know you. <laughs> I know I know you. I made a pass at you. <laughs> That'd be really nice. Would it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice if we were older, and we didn't have to talk about the X-Files, because we were dead. <laughs> Oh, boy. Hey, let's talk about this plaid vest, motherfucker. Oh, yes, please. Okay, so all of the cult members are released, and they all return. Because, because Mulder and Scully didn't do their ding-dang job. No, they did not do their ding-dang job. They didn't. They, <laughs> they had one job. All of their time dicking around with past life regression and looking at drawers of loose photos <laughs> instead of figuring out where the fucking weapons they were. They didn't do their job. And if they had maybe done their job. Maybe asked a couple more questions of a couple more people. They might have figured some stuff out. 50 people wouldn't be dead. <laughs> yeah. And Mulder wouldn't have done a cult crime. Bad job, guys. You, did, you did not job. nail it this time. So 
all of the people are released. Yeah. And there's this, like, reunion of the people who were taken to, like, the farm, I guess? They go back to the compound, yeah. And, okay, lots of background boys. So many background boys. Number one, um, oh gosh, Asian mullet with tank top, or with, um... No, he was an ATF agent. Was he an ATF yeah. He was very good, we forgot to mention him. Great sweater. He had, a, he had a off the shoulder, but it was also a turtleneck? It was real, I was into the style. Had a little bit of a mullet, loved him. But the man we are talking about is white shirt, plaid vest. Yep. Just an open plaid vest. Nice mustache, I want to say. Mm, I think so. He was very happy to be back in the he cult. He was like, I'm back. I'm in the cult. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to drink some Kool-Aid. Oh, boy. Oh. I, you know what? I just got back to the compound, and I am so thirsty. <laughs> Whew, what do you got in the fridge there? Oh, you little refreshment. Whew. Got some ice cubes? Oh, Lord. Is this, is this, did someone uh, put something in it? A little gin, a little rum? <laughs> yeah, you would, yes, we did. Yes, we did. It's poison. It's no-name poison. So, like Scully and everyone else said, they basically said if these people get let back, they're going to kill, they're going to kill yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah, they like. It's done. It's, it's done. It's done. happening. So that's what happens. And then Mulder and Skelly and Skinner and the ATF kind of hear over this mic that they placed in the compound. <laughs> they bug someone. Parabolic they probably, mic. you know what? I want to say they bugged our sweet princess. She's like, I will wear a wire. You need to stop this. I'll tell you everything you want to know. Someone we is... don't want to talk to you because you're no one in a past life. But I know where the guns are. No, we don't want to hear it. We're busy. Hey, hey, were you in Auschwitz? What? 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 No, I'm like, I'm 22. No, no. In the past. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, then I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> our sweet girl died. Oh, she absolutely, that day. yeah. Our child. Our child. Our child. I mean, we can make another one. Yeah, that's true. It's easy to do. <laughs> right? Yeah. Is it? I know. I don't, I've never I'm done very it. confused. <laughs> Maybe in a past life that was our child. Yeah. Okay, good. Good, good, good. <laughs> Okay. Well, we're getting real rowdy. Um, <laughs> so the, the ATF agents are like, oh, fuck, everyone's going to kill themselves. Yeah. And we see the shot of, like, everyone has this Kool-Aid, the fruit punch, and there's just a giant bottle of poison. It does. It just says poison it on it. It was potassium. Like, we, get, we get it. It was potassium Probably something. potassium chloride or something like that. Is that the stuff that... Wait, doesn't potassium chloride, like, go on fire in liquid? Oh, I forget. I'm not a chemist. It was bananas. Yeah, it's just a big bottle of bananas. They're like, no, you guys aren't getting enough potassium in your diet. <laughs> Too many bananas could kill you. Oh, Lord. Right? Yeah. Probably. Maybe. I Too don't much know. of anything can kill you. Oh, Too yeah. much water can kill you. Yeah, it's called drowning. Too much drugs can kill you. <laughs> yep. That's an overdose. <laughs> Too much butter can kill you. Oh, boy. Oh, I just pooped myself. <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to eat or breathe or drink or look at anything. Here well, I we guess go. I'm, guess I'm doing this podcast by myself now. Here we go. No. I'm too much of a wimp. Okay, you oh. had to breathe. Um, yeah, so they just pour everyone out a little, a little share of this fruit punch poison. Mm -hmm. uh, and they all kind of, and then um, the ATF agents are across there at the field. They're, like, going to run on the compound. And then the people inside the compound start shooting at them. And one guy just goes down. He's like, what? I died. <laughs> oh. He he was squirming though. He was still alive. Yeah, yeah. But you know yeah. who isn't gonna be alive? The guy in the compound who's just like 
He just shot back that he sure banana did. poison. He was like, you got me. It's time to go. I'm done. I was ready a week ago. Let's go. Let's do Let's it. party. I'm ready to meet my goat lord. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, so 50 people drink that, uh, well, 48. Yeah, drink. Melissa does not. Yeah, she, and as she ha- is holding the cup, you can see from her fingers that she is a Sydney at that time. Oh. Yeah, so she does not drink the poison. I did not get that. She does lie down with everyone else and pretend to be dead. Which is what I would do. Yeah. I want to say I would be a cult leader, but I would probably just be a cult member. Yeah. But then, like, not believe in anything, but benefit from what the cult provides. Like a bed, free juice. Can I tell you, I would join a cult today if they had an adult cafeteria. And jumpsuits? I was just thinking about, like, how much better would your life be if there was an adult cafeteria you went to every day, three times a day for meals, and you never had to think about what to make? You mean an old person's home? Oh, God, yes. (laughs) That's exactly what I want. Can I tell you an old person's story? Please. Before we talk about a lot of death? Yes. So, um, my grandparents, bless them, uh, Grandma and Grandpa Denardi, they're moving into a home. Assistance home. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grandpa is 92 and still driving. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, my parents went over to help them out. And my grandfather, again, bless his little heart, <laughs> does not believe in boxes. Okay, interesting. So they're going to pack up everything and move it without boxes. What are they going to put stuff my in? My dear grandpa, again, bless his heart, put all the family photos in my grandma's old wheelchair what? And it was wheeling them down the street. <laughs> Just loose photos? Past the Tim Hortons. Oh no, oh my god. Grampy, no. Grandpa Denardi, why? <laughs> Stop it. So they're just slowly going to put on every item of clothing they wear and drive to the home and <laughs> unpack it. Oh, oh old people. boy. Anyway, but they have apparently a lovely, like, they have a lounge with oh a cocktail God. hour. What? They have a lounge singer. Oh. They have puzzles. All the puzzles you could ever make. They have three square meals a day, a breakfast buffet, lots of activities, a pool and a sauna. Can you fucking believe that? That's this? amazing. I know. That sounds perfect for me. I have been watching now, I've been watching Survivor again. Oh great. Okay. And can I tell you Speaking of cults, how badly Watching Survivor makes me want to just crush a fucking puzz. Like, I just want to do a puzzle so bad and I don't have any. Why do they have puzzles? Yeah, they do puzzles all the damn time. I guess to keep their brain sharp. Well, because it's part of the challenges. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. You don't know anything I about don't Survivor. Want, well, I, I watched the original series, okay? The first season? There was no puzzles in that series. I highly doubt that. <laughs> anyway, can we make... Hey, new idea. Yeah. A home... Old person's home, but for millennials. Oh my god, yes. That's all I want. Cheap rent. Many meals. Vegan options. Vape room? <laughs> you had me at vape room. <laughs> Wall of old records. Charcuterie plates. Oh, Courtney, this is paradise. <laughs> Brewery? Handcraft, handforged gin? Pomades. Oh my god. Right? Barbershop? Hug parties. Oh, just cuddle fest. Consensual cuddle fest. Onesie uniforms. And poison Kool-Aid. Aw, oh, damn. There's damn. always a catch. <laughs> I could be a cult leader, Allison. I yeah, can do it. you sucked me right in. I, I was like, it. I'm in. I'm moving today. <laughs> Let's put that on our TM, TM, TM list. Okay. okay? Let's finish this fucker. Let's do Everyone's it. Everyone's dead. Everyone dies. Mulder goes over. 
goes, just steps lightly, gingerly on top of all 50 dead bodies. Yep. And finds his beloved Melissa. So she, yeah, she didn't drink it initially. And then she like looks up from laying on the floor, pretending to be dead to see Ephesian standing over her with two cups. And he's like, eh? He's like, yeah, we're doing it. It's got, time. It's got extra bananas on it. So do you think he just wasn't going to drink? No, because he does drink in the end. I know, but. Yeah. I don't know. It, I, maybe he. Maybe they Romeo and Juliet this shit. Yeah? Like he maybe. I mean, if I'm a cult leader, I'm not gonna die. Well, that's the thing about like Heaven's Gate, right? Is that yeah. the cult leader of Heaven's Gate had everyone take out these alien abduction insurance policies, mm. and then got all that sweet sweet money from it. Used and it from to, Nike, used it to buy more Nike. No, sorry, and from Adidas. <laughs> Adidas is like, yeah, trash that Nike shit. <laughs> So everyone's dead. Yeah. And there's another poem. Mulder gently steps through the... And he sees in Melissa's hands that she is holding the photo of her past self that she ripped up. And he tries to cry, I yeah, think. I it's... Mm, uh... It's murky at best. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, then we get a replay of the cold open and that's the episode. That's it. Let's rate this fucker. Okay. I ran on a spooky scale. Five is I can never ever sleep ever again. One is I want to take a nap. Oh, I give it a 1.3. I'm real tie-tie. Yeah, you see, it. This really didn't catch my interest. It, it the, Yeah, I was saying the only thing that would have caught my interest is if they had done, like, a like a sepia-tone flashback to the Civil oh, War with please. Mulder in a Confederate uniform. Please, Mulder, please, please. That would have been very cool. But not on Crystal Night, please. No, no, no. Because no. they, they do talk about how this episode was based on or inspired by the Ken Burns documentary on the Civil War. I would have rather watched nine hours of the Ken Burns documentary, The Civil War, oh, featuring yeah. Morgan Freeman. Because Ken Burns documentaries are hella good. Oh, so good. They make us so horny for history. And he's got a new 10-part coming out on the Vietnam War that I'm gonna dive directly into. God, jeez, love it. But not this. No. Never this. I rate on a rage scale. You sure do. It goes from one to Excelsis Day. Yep. And one means, oh man, this is good. You were pouring out all that Emmy juice and I'm just drinking it up. And uh, Excelsis Day means this is the worst episode we've ever watched and it made me want to quit. Because there's ten, but one level above ten is Excelsis Day. Yeah. Um, And I'm gonna give this uh six okay yeah so it was about average but some things made you upset yeah like it's not the worst it's not up with the worst of the worst of the telecos and the you know those sorts of things where it's the like racist the, very openly problematic you know this episode did have some issues um with regards to depictions of mental illness and that kind of stuff Oh, and also David Duchovny's acting was very bad. Was very bad. Um, but you know, it's not the worst I've seen. I I made it through without screaming too much. Yeah, you did. So that's good. That's good. Let's do some personal X Files, please. Some super personal X Files. Oh yeah. Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Cause we'll never tell you that we don't believe you. Unless we get abducted, we will never leave you. We want to hear about your personal X Files. So, Allison and I did some science. Yes. We asked Sigourney Weaver to come to us and hypnotize us, and we got to know our past lives. We did a quiz online. <laughs> it was from, like, quizpop.com. Two quizzes. We did some quizzes. Uh, we did multiple quizzes. Yep. Many did not tell us anything. No, they we said- we found one. They said you need to eat more vitamin D yeah. and dance. I'll show you eating some D. Oh, no! Um... <laughs> So we took some highly scientific quizzes that we found online. We picked the third Google result, not the first. No, we're not 
fools. And we took the quiz, the amazing quiz. It was so very good. And uh, that has such questions as, what is your favorite color? <laughs> that was my personal favorite. So tell me, Courtney, who were you in a past life? Do you want to guess? Oh, it is uh ancient historic figure. Alexander the Great? No, I wish. Aww. No, I don't. He was a total D-bag. Yeah. I was Cleopatra. Oh my god, that's and awesome. Can I tell you why? Why? Because I answered a lot of the questions about being in bed. <laughs> I fucking love sleeping. They're like, oh, wait a second. You like to fuck? Cleopatra like to fuck? No, 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 no. You misunderstand. Oh. I like naps a lot. Okay, I see. That's how I interpret the questions about being in bed. <laughs> I like Perfect. to lounge. I have slamming eyeliner. Oh yeah, um, you got those those wings going. And I'm okay about nudity. Yeah, they had a lot of nudity. Yeah, questions. there was a lot of like personal questions. I was like, okay, you okay with your tits out? I'm like, yeah, sure. Actually, the way I answered that question now makes me very confused about what I got. Okay, can I give me a hint about what you were? Very old. I'm. I don't know how to give me an era. Like, give me like super old. Were you Jesus? Were you Jesus? No. What were you? God. <laughs> I was like, um, oh, in a past life, I was God. Okay. And wait, also, I whoa. said I was chill with nudity, which does not track. Wait, what? Hold on. Nietzsche was right. God is dead. And now it is only Allison. <laughs> hey, Allison, if God was one of us. Just a stranger on the bus? Alanis knew. She knew it was you. But I was like, yeah, I'm down with nudes. And God was not down with nudes. See, Eve. Wait, weren't they nude to begin with? They were naked. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, everyone's naked. That's totally super chill. And then they ate the pomegranate yeah, or apple, apple with the snake. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, no, now I have shame. So now I have to wear clothing. So God made everyone naked. Okay, so God was down with nudes. Oh, he is 100% naked all the time. And if, if he's anything like Zeus, his Greek counterpart. His schlong was long. I think you mean my schlong <laughs> in a past life. Because I used to be God, baby. <laughs> That's your new pickup line now, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. That is better than anything I've ever, ever heard of. That's so good. Because if God really, if you really were God and you are God, God's personality is not anything like I'd ever predict. God likes to party. Well, I, no, God likes to stay at home and play video games. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. If you want to tell us about your past lives, if you've taken a quiz or, I don't know, done science. You just happen to know. You did a Let regression. us know. Let yeah. us know. But also, we, we will put up that dank quiz. Yeah. So see how many other gods I really are. need to know. I need to know. What is it time for now, Allison? Predictions. Hi. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Courtney, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Courtney, it is your turn to predict. Stock it to me. Uh, so this uh, episode is season four, episode six, and the title is Sanguinarium. Oh no. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good title. Oh boy. Hey, you know what I want in my deepest dreams and darkest desires? What? Another vampire episode? <laughs> okay. Sanguinarium. Yeah. Uh, blood school? 
It's a blood school. School for vampires? Oh. Mulder and Scully go to a private school where there's death of teachers because all the kids are vampires. So it's like a reverse the faculty. Yes. Exactamundo. That's it. Okay. Half point for vampires, half point for private school. Yeah, love it. Done. I don't think that will be it because it's too good. But it's it does sound like a good episode it does that sound I like want a very, to watch. I hope there's more Yannick bread. <laughs> oh, please. If you guys like Yannick bread, check out our episode on three. three. Yeah, that one was a really good episode. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. This one, eh, it was okay. There was a lot. There was a lot. But also not a lot. No. And I'm glad I have God on my side. You, you sure do. It's me. <laughs> it's a me, God. <laughs> hey, hey, God, are you there? It's me, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I am, my child. <laughs> oh, Judy Bloom has a lot. You gotta connect with her. Yeah. Um, Wait, is she dead? I don't know. You're God. You need to know. Uh-oh, I should Uh-oh. know everything. Uh-oh. Uh, so thank you for joining us. Uh, on another episode of the Double X Files, we had a lot of fun. We hope you did too. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had some new listeners lately. Yeah. Hey guys. Hi. Hi to you. How are you? From us. How are you? We're doing good. How are you? If you really want to connect to us, you can go on our Tumblr, fuck yeah, Double X Files, our Facebook, our Twitter, both Double X Files spelled spelt out. Um, you can also email us at doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com. We love your personal X-Files. We love your hometown X-Files. We love everything about you. And we want to hear about your past lives. Yeah, we want to hear about your past lives. And um, also, you can catch us on Instagram, Double X-Files, uh, where we post fun photos of cryptids we spot and things we eat. Yep. Because that's, that's what Instagram's for, that's man. That's our lives. Don't fight the flavor. If you really, really love us, you can go to patreon.com slash thunderquack. $7 a month gets you into our snail mail club. I am sending out some Easter candy and some souvenirs from Tofino. Nice. And um, we've also got some merch up on Redbubble, so check <gasps> that out. We do. Uh, I want to tell you about our merch um, task. Please. Task. Task. So if you go to Redbubble and you buy our wetter, wilder, meaner, gayer shirt, if you wear these items and you send us a picture of these items that you have purchased with your money, we will send you a month of snail mail. Yeah, for free. For, for free. free. So for free. Just for you being supportive. Yeah. Because it really does help us out. We buy expensive candy. Yes, we do. Just the finest candy in the land. In the landy. Uh, you know what else helps us out? hugely and it's actually great we've been getting a lot of these lately which i really appreciate what? uh is reviews on itunes oh yeah they real good they are really nice someone called us uh the number one x-files boy and Aww. i appreciate that so much we are the number one no we're not we hate the x-files <laughs> we're good good boys though yeah mm. um so please if you in- if you like what you hear uh write us a review and rate us we would appreciate it so much yeah hey god yeah let's get out of here okay until next time The The truth truth is out there. What if God was Allison? (laughs) He is.